Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No one can predict the next bear market accurately. The only sure thing is it's going to happen. Is your retirement ready for whatever comes next? On today's show, we'll outline some moves you could make to help protect your retirement plan. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, gang. This is uh, the Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And of course, uh, Kevin is president of Frisbee & Associates, author of a great book called Every Dime Every Day, uh, a fiduciary, independent, uh, great, a a lot of experience. Hi, Kevin. How's things? Hey, great, Steve. How are you doing today? Very, very well. And and boy, you said it, huh? It's not it's not if, it's when. Whenever the, the market decides to do its thing, we got to be ready, don't we? Well, you know, I, I think this past few weeks and, uh, the, you know, the start of the year, we've had the worst start of a, a year in the stock market in about a decade. And interesting point enough, and, you know, this is not a, a, a foolproof thing, but as January goes, so does the rest of the year, typically in the stock market. Well, I hope that's not the case, really. But But here's the thing, Steve. People have a short memory, don't they? Oh, I mean, yeah. We just tend to forget, right? Time heals all wounds. And, and the same thing happens when people invest and lose money is if it's, you know, several years later, it, the, the memory is really short and they forget the pain that they experienced back in the day. And, and here's what I tell people all the time. And I'm not a doom and gloom. I'm a very optimistic guy, but the reality is the reality. And here's the reality that I know. If you go back to 1987, that's 35 years back, we've had five major market pullbacks in the last 35 years. And so that to that to that point, that says to me, if you're 60 years old today and you have a chance to live to 90 or even 80 in 20, 25, or 30 more years in the future, what's the likelihood that you could have two, three, four, maybe even five major market pullbacks in that time period? Wow. I never thought about that. That's great. I mean, you know, we were just talking about statistics. That's one that really resonates. Holy cow. Well, it, the whole point is, if you're retired or retired or trying to get retired, you want to stay there. You don't want to have no, to go back to course. work. And that's my point. You want to make sure that provisions are put in place inside your plan that you don't have to worry about major market direction pullbacks. So that doesn't mean we should be out of the market. It means that we need to just be smart about what we're doing in the market. Smarter about what you're doing. Maybe look at doing a, a tactical active managed portfolio versus a passive. And I say that Obviously, we we have um, our portfolio managers do a, a, an active portfolio management. To me, that's a much more proactive approach towards preventing big losses than it is in a passive. A passive, I, I, I consider that you know that, you know you you buy an investment or or mutual fund or whatever that is, and you park it there and you keep it there for twenty years and twenty five years, whatever it is. And is that going to be higher in twenty twenty five years? Of course it is. However, if you're coming up to a point where you're starting to draw money out. 
you might not have 20, 25 years to wait before you touch that fund for it to come back and, or for it to be higher. And so now when you start doing withdrawals mixed in your, your plan, you've got to make sure that you've got some assets that are, have some protection, that set aside, traded differently, managed differently to be able to utilize for your income purposes to not lock in losses if you're pulling from one of those passive type of accounts. Sure. And and so as we look at this, uh, the asset mix has to come into play to some of this. We want to make sure that we've got the right mix of things so that we don't find ourselves on the wrong side of things. Yeah. Asset asset mix is a big deal. Um, we, we look at, you know, what are we investing in, especially in today's uh, world? One thing we'll look at, particularly in uh, today's world with the, with, the, with the potential for interest rates to go higher, you probably want to limit your bond exposure. And if, if rates don't go higher, it, it's going to be okay because then the market will rebound and you'll get a, a bigger rise in equities. But, but likely they're going to raise rates a few times this year, they're telling us. And so if that's the case, you're going to see a, a weak bond market. And so you want to probably steer clear from that. And you know, usually a retiree will actually go into a, a more of a bond portfolio when they retire because it seems safer. And the reality is we're at the all-time low of interest rates and the bond market is just not as safe and frankly, it's not safe at all. It's just nev not like it used to be back, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Does that, does that change? Is that cyclical like everything else? Of course it does. Um, you know, again, when we, when we bring our portfolio managers to the table and tell our clients, Hey, we're going to, we're going to let this group of, of, uh, of, of portfolio managers manage our clients funds. The whole point here is it does change. And not only do the asset classes change and need to have uh, a change or mixed around, the, the indi individual investments within those asset classes need to be looked at uh, much more often than, again, that passive portfolio. So we leave it to our portfolio managers to make those changes ongoing every single month within our client's portfolio to make sure that it's optimized in, as far as their investments, to make sure that it's optimized, that they don't have to worry about, you know, flipping on the television the next morning and seeing, a, you know, the Dow Jones futures down a thousand points, whatever that is, they don't have to worry because they know that we've already taken an act, active approach in making the best choices we can in our client's portfolio. That's reassuring to a lot of people, I'm sure. And that, and that so, I, you know, in the last couple of years, well, since COVID, I'll just say that because it seems like forever at this point, um, a lot of us ended up using some of our emergency funds or maybe a lot of our emergency funds. How important is it to beef that back up again? Well, I, I was reading an article just uh, just a couple of days ago saying that uh, Americans are running out of money and more money's going on the credit cards and the credit cards aren't being paid off. So that tells me, especially with this high inflation environment, that people are spending their emergency funds to, and they don't even realize it probably, to higher costs in the grocery store and the gas stations or whatever they're buying. It's in, it's critically important to beef that back up to get yourself that that cushion inside your emergency account. It's called an emergency account for a reason. It's designed to say, hey, if something happens and, and you know something breaks down in a household, and you can go replace that without having to worry about pulling from your longer term investments. Right. Well, okay, that's good to know. And and so obviously you encourage folks to do that. And and when you start looking at their plan or start putting their plan together. The other thing, I mean, yeah, I definitely encourage people to do that. And the other thing, you know, I get asked all the time, well, how much should I have in my emergency account? And I chuckle when people ask me that because it's it's every everybody's got a different comfort level. Number one, you should here's my rule of thumb: you should have at least three to six months, and I would say more so on the six month side of your living expenses tucked away in an emergency account. That's a good benchmark rule of thumb. Really, three months is not quite enough. Six months is more the number you should try to focus on.
Okay, that makes sense. So let's talk Social Security for a second when we talk about project your Social Security. And and as we put that plan together, it is important to understand where Social Security fits in the scheme of things. It's certainly going to be an important part of our, our plan. It's not going to be the be-all, end-all, but we need to kind of know where we're at. You know, I'm surprised how many people come in and, and we start talking initially in that conversation about when do they want to retire what does their uh, uh, debt situation look like? What do they have for bills? What do they have for future incomes? And Social Security being one of them in most cases. And a lot of people just have, they don't know. And if, you, if you're if you younger than 60 years old, they stop sending the Social Security reports. Remember, we used to get them every single year in the mail. Even every year, When I was yeah. in my 20s and 30s, the Paper Reduction Act that the US government put out there several years ago, stop that. And now you can go online. They want people to go online and set up an account at Social Security and be able to look at your data. It's ssa.gov socialsecurityadministration.gov. And I would encourage everybody to go find out, number one, set up an account online and find out what their benefits are going to be. And then then you can have a basis of your income. And Social Security is not designed, obviously, to be the, the, the basis of your income. It's designed to be part of your income. But you should know what that number is going to be. And if you decide to retire before your full retirement at 66 or 67, what is your Social Security if you decide to take it early at 62, 63, 64? You should know those numbers. Right. Well, I, I mean, again, you talk about going to ssa.gov. You look there and you look at your account. Once that's set up, it's pretty easy to do. You know, it's it's pretty much there in black and white. 62, this is how much for retirement age. This is how much. It's 70, this is how much. And you can see every line in between of what you get on in, in any given year. I mean, to me, it's very motivating to say, uh, boy, if it makes sense, I'm waiting. Yeah, it, it's clean online. It, you know, we we actually just uh, stopped doing the uh, retirement income planning workshops because a lot of what we talked about in the retirement in income planning workshops was Social Security strategies. And a handful of years ago, that was a critically important seminar because there was so many different strategies. But in the new laws that have passed, they've eliminated those those aggressive strategies that basically uh, stop couples from being able to take advantage of. Uh, manipulating, I, I'll say, maybe not the right word, the social security system. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's pretty straightforward. Now go set up an account online, ssa.gov, find out what your benefit is, pick the age that is going to be your target that you want to retire, and, and let's use, use that as a goal to see if we can get you there. And as we look at the the year, I mean, you know, there's inflation is is a factor. There's a lot of things that that feel a bit uneasy. So, do we need a backup plan? And and if so, what does it need to be? I mean, we're talking about an emergency fund. We need that. But what else should we do? It, it you know, I've uneasy is the right word. I've had a lot of people come in, current clients, uh, talking about doing reviews and coming in saying, you know, Kev, I'm retired, but. I feel uneasy about what's going on in the world. I feel uneasy about what's going on in Washington. I feel uneasy about the, the out of control inflation because the Federal Reserve has just basically not been active in, in kind of fighting that inflation. So yeah, to answer your question, Steve, is yeah, you should have a backup plan. What is the backup plan is the question. Do you transition and work part-time and make a little extra money? Maybe you do that before you know, you, you can't work anymore. Maybe you think about doing that right now and tucking additional money aside if that's something that is a possibility. Downsizing your home. This is a big one. I mean, I have these conversations all the time with people here in Maine, particularly in the state and it's winter time and you look outside and I ask them if, if there are a couple particularly, you said, what happens if one of you passes away? Is the survivor going to be able to handle the upkeep and the snow removal and all that kind of stuff here at the house? And most times the answer is no. And a lot of times it's a big house that they raised their family in. So they, they don't they don't want to have those upkeeps and expenses of what that big home might be. And then do you relocate? 
and and maybe look at doing something to reduce expenses. I, I can tell you tell you the uh, the cost of living in the state of Florida. Nice climate too, by the way, is is less than the cost of living here in the state of Maine. I know that because I'm a Florida resident. And so back, being back and forth, I see some of the cost differences of of what it is to. So maybe relocate as part of your backup plan. But but you sh- you should be thinking about what pivot you'll take to offset some of the some of the shenanigans going on in our in our economy. Exactly. Well, on that note, Kevin, why don't we invite folks to call? If we're feeling uneasy, then give Kevin a call and come on in, sit down and talk about it. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to, to just as we said, come on in, sit down, talk about what your what your financial roadmap might be. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review. Give yourself the confidence that you need to get you to retirement. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just talked about, plus all the extras, the Social Security analysis, the portfolio x-ray, all of that included, no cost, no obligation. And then when you walk out, you'll have in your hand that roadmap that we talk about. It's a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be. 10 callers right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Many people don't start saving for retirement till a bit later in life. The good news is it's not too late to put together a plan that can help you have the kind of retirement you deserve. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, Let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Kevin uh, is an author, Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates and so much more. And uh, so this is going to be fun, Kevin. I think, you know, we have to, you know, no matter when it is, we need to start saving. I mean, like you said many times, Kevin, you just you just have to start. That's all. And, and, and today's the day. So whatever that, however old you are, now is the time to do that. And and we were talking about this in in the first segment as well. But we've got to we've got to prioritize what we're doing. And and does it really start with that emergency fund? I mean, we like I said, we just talked about that in the last segment. Of course, it's never too late to start saving. Um, early the better is uh, obviously obviously the answer there. So yeah, the emergency fund we started to talk about in the first segment, that's that's critical to get in place. Once you get that past that point, it's kind of like Dave Ramsey talks about baby steps. You take baby steps in, in your financial world to get these pieces and these these stones 
uh, that you're going to walk on uh, set in line. So emergency fund, looking at now, what do you have access for uh, putting money away in retirement accounts? Whether you have something at work, uh, whether it be a 401k, thrift savings plan, 43B, whatever that might, 457, whatever that might be, it's all the same idea. It's a work-sponsored retirement plan, taking full advantage of that, getting matches, all the match money that goes along with that, and then trying to trying to uh, ratchet that up. And I tell people all the time, listen, if you get a raise at work, or you you know you don't you don't you get extra money in your paycheck, why not ratchet that up uh, a percentage, two percentage, three percentage higher in what you're putting into your workplace sponsored plan? And a lot of times, because they take it out pre-taxed, you never miss it on your paycheck because it because the difference in, uh, effect of taxes withheld from your paycheck again. It, it's going to save you some tax money. You're going to be able to put more money aside, but do it gradually is my point. And ratchet it up. You get comfortable, ratchet it up again. Are you finding more people are really getting serious about maxing out that 401k, especially if you're over 50? I mean, you can put up to $27,000 if you can do that, if that's possible. And and maybe you should, you know, sacrifice a little bit and make that happen. That can be such a game changer. It can be a tremendous game changer. And listen, I have a, a bunch of clients that, that max it out and they have the, the, the ability and the, the, the income and they're fortunate to be able to do that. But most people don't, Steve, and they, right. don't, they don't because they still have a mortgage. They just got the, the kids out of the house finally. And now they're focusing, starting to focus on their, their retirement and their future. And so they really don't have the ability to max it out. Imagine having a married couple maxing it out at 27000 a piece. That's $54,000 a year. Um that that a lot of people households are not going to be able to do that right out of the gate. So if we can start with as much as we're comfortable with, as I said, ratchet it up a little bit every year. Keep turning it up. You'll not miss it out of your paycheck. Get a raise. Turn it up a little bit more. And then by surprise, you'll be you'll be surprised looking back, saying, "Oh my goodness, I'm I'm either close or maybe I will be maxing it out in the future." And you didn't realize you you stepped step stair your way to get to that point. Sure. I mean, again, that, well, that would be exciting to be able to do that. And, and that's a great goal to set for ourselves, isn't it? To just, and whether or not we get there, we just, as long as we just keep plugging away. And like you said, ratchet it up little at a time. And before you know it, you're there. And, and the, the reason to do that is the question, here's the question, right? How much, how much do you need in retirement is saved up in a retirement account to be able to draw your income and not have to worry about running out of money. So, Absolutely. <clears throat> For some people, they don't need to max it out to get to that comfort number, whatever that comfort number is. So we we look at laying this out in a plan. And so people come in, they don't they haven't even thought about it like this, but this is how we lay out a plan. We talk about what the budget need is now and when you retire. What's that going to look like when you retire? Even building in a higher inflation number, we, we want to kind of build that plan out. What are your fixed incomes when you retire? Your Social Security, if you if that's what you ha- are, are going to have. Maybe you have a pension, maybe a uh, state pension, whatever that looks like. What do those look like? Then we look at if you have a partner or a spouse, what happens to the fixed income when somebody passes away? That has to be built into that that plan because what happens to the expenses when somebody dies? They don't get cut in half, right? Running a household basically stays the same. The grocery bill goes down a little bit. So what does that look like? And then money on the other side. That fourth column is how much do we need over here? To be able to back test and, and create the income on the front end to fill that budget, always making sure you have enough money to survive and not have to worry about running out. That's the that's the plan and that's the ultimate goal. And I like it. That's a, that's a great way to to look at it. And so we haven't talked about a Roth IRA. We talked about four hundred one k's, but let's talk Roth. And if you've got uh, if you are able to contribute to a Roth, we really should be, shouldn't we? 
Yeah, and especially if you have a Roth option uh, within your retirement plan at work. And I had a, a client in doing a review the other day, and uh, he's re he retired uh, just uh, January this year. And so now their income's changed and she's still working full time. And her question to me was, should I be putting more money in my 401k at work? 403b, in this case, she's a nurse, she works for a hospital. And I said, well, based on your household income, you're not going to be above $116,000 as a married filing joint this year because he's now retired and he's, he's not yet collecting Social Security. So I would recommend you go adjust and put 100% of your contributions through your workplace plan into your Roth option. Don't put any of it into your pre-tax. She said, explain to me why. I said, I look at it like this. If you're, if you're at the low 12% bracket right now, and you're getting a, if you put into the pre-tax account, you're getting a 12% tax break right now. And But what happens when they raise rates here in the next year or two, you're going to be paying more taxes coming out when you start drawing that money out than what you're getting for tax break going in right now. It makes totally no sense. I said, you're going to be better off to go not get the tax deduction now, but go put everything into the Roth option. You still can put up to the 27000 whatever number you settle on. And now all that money comes out tax-free and you don't have to worry about higher taxes in the future. She said, I hadn't thought about that. I said, that's why That's why you have me. I mean, <laughs> exactly. to, to roll those ideas out there. <laughs> well, one of the other things, and, and is certainly with the first of the year, a lot of people changing insurance and, and whatnot. The, um, if you've got a high deductible plan, we should try to max out that HSA. Yeah. And so here's a way. It, it, it's, it's a really great tool. If you qualify for an HSA, if you have a high deductible plan, and uh, now you can get HSA stands for health savings account. You can get a tax deduction, like an IRA, putting money into the HSA, and then as long as those funds come out for medical purposes, including premiums in the future, you get a full distribution tax-free. So it's almost like, it is like a, a, a uh, like an IRA contribution, you get the tax deduction, like a Roth deduction coming out with no taxes. It's the best of both worlds. If you have the ability to take, take advantage of an HSA, you want to do it, and you can only do it up until 65 years old. So, but, and again, with the, as a family, so in other words, the couple can together can contribute 7,300 bucks. Now that's a, I mean, and if you did that over the course of five or six years leading into retirement, well, that's going to be a nice nest egg to, to pay for things like Medicare and, and other expenses from a medical standpoint. Yeah. And if you're above 55 years old, you actually can go up as high as $8,300 for a family contribution. So, and I, and I can tell you right now, 100%. Uh, you know, I have got hundreds and we've got thousands of clients actually that are in their 60s or higher. And every one of them talk about the, the increased medical cost of drugs, of uh, Medicare premiums, um, all of that. So you're going to you're going to use that money in your future for medical costs. I can, I can basically guarantee. Yes. So you're going to be able to utilize that, get the tax deduction now, get the tax savings on the growth of that. You can put it to work and grow it. And then all that money comes out tax free. So here's a line that, and once I read it I, and I started thinking about it, it makes sense. But we talk about lifestyle inflation and how we have to manage that. So break that down for me, Kevin. Well, think about it. Everything's going higher. All the costs of activities, of uh, groceries, whatever, going higher. So if you think about your activities, and let's say you you travel, you like to travel, and that's your hot button, and that's what you're going to do throughout your retirement. Well, is the cost of travel going to maintain at today's dollars? Of course not. It's not because the fuel is going higher. The, the airline seats have gone uh, drastically higher since uh, COVID. And so now that the, the airlines are trying to make up their ground. And so all of those things that you you spend money on is going to be higher in the future, more expensive in the future. So you, you have to make sure that 
in your plan that we just talked about a few minutes ago, as long as you're building in that inflation factor of your income, and now as long as you're doing that, you, you shouldn't have to worry about uh, the lifestyle inflation and the cost of living down the road because you should be able to have that built into your plan to know that, yeah, everything's going to be higher and more, exp more expensive in the future, but I've got that taken care of based on the plan I've laid out. Well, sure, and, and uh, that because it's it's easy as you start to. I mean, again, even in, as you get later in your career, that's when you're making the most money, and that's where you probably might get the extra bonuses and that kind of thing. And so, what you don't want to do is just keep elevating your lifestyle because there's going to come a time where it ends. Well, when you talk about so spendthrift people is the other thing, right? If you've sure. got a case where you know you're out of control spending, and or one spouse is out of control spending, and the other one's trying to keep, you know, keep things at an even keel, this is off, off, oftentimes an issue, believe it or not. I, I have people come in and, and usually one spouse is really trying to take the reins and, and they want to retire and they want to do it comfortably. And the other one is, is completely out of control spending and not realizing that they're bleeding down their accounts. And I, you know, I don't see that too often, but I do see it. And it's, it's concerning to have these conversations. It's very difficult because I know intuitively, and they don't even have to tell me who's what in the household. You know what I mean? They come in and this person's talking about, number one, is usually the person that is a spendthrift is oblivious to the financial uh, picture of the household because they're just out there doing their thing. And it's usually the person handling the funds um, that find themselves struggling having these conversations with whether it be a spouse or partner, that uh, it's, a, it's a tough conversation. Sure. Well, folks, if you want to have that conversation, if you want to get some clarity, now would be a great time to give Kevin a call. Come on in, sit down, and do just that. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity right now. It's a it's a great way for you to get in, get that financial roadmap put together. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. It's that opportunity to put together that financial roadmap, a true practical financial review. A lot of you are looking for a second opinion. Yes, take advantage of it. Don't procrastinate. Make that call right now, 800-998-5649. Ten callers will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. 
day, but more importantly, you get a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. How do you really know if you're ready to retire? You've saved, you've sacrificed, and you're still not sure. When we come back, some simple calculations that could help you decide to take that next step. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent. But it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them, though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Kevin is president of Frisbee and Associates. Put together a great team of folks. I mean, uh, listeners know who Lance Gilman is. He's on the show regularly. Jeff Trushan, another one, who's on the show regularly. And that's just that just scratches the surface, Kevin, of the kind of team that you have at Frisbee and Associates. Yeah, you can find uh, online, if you go to frisbeebenefits.com, uh, a rundown of our team members and what they specialize in. Uh, we're not a, a, I don't want to call us a one-stop shop, but we've got, we've got a lot of things taken care of here. We've got, you know, the, the fiduciary licensed advisors covering from Maine to, to basically Connecticut. We've got uh, Medicare specialists, uh, Medigap specialists, Medicare Advantage specialists. We've got life insurance specialists, uh, long-term care specialists. We've got health insurance specialists. We've got it covered. And so anything in the financial world, we've got legal planning that is uh, not part of Frisbee and Associates, but we have great relationships with estate planning firms across the state of Maine that we can uh, get our clients into and get a free consultation. It's hugely beneficial to to our clients to have that uh, accessibility. And so, you know what, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, Lance is obviously on the radio show, often the TV shows, Jeff uh, as well, they do a, a fantastic job. AJ Harmon out of Rhode Island, he's one of our newest guys. Peter Hansen out of uh, the Saco area. We just moved to an a we're moving right now in the next couple of weeks to a brand new office. We're growing like crazy in, in Southern Maine. So we had to find a bigger space in Saco, pretty close to where we were, uh, were before. And then Derek Hewitt, also out of the Saco uh, location, working at Southern Maine, uh, North uh, Massachusetts region for us. 
Gosh, again, you are growing so fast, Kevin. And that, uh, yeah, so as you said at the beginning, how do you know when you're ready to retire? That's, uh, I mean, you know, we spend our whole lives thinking about retirement. Well, maybe not thinking about it, but I mean, we're getting ready because we're saving money. That's why we're saving money so that when we can get to retire, we can we can do it. And um, again, and you've had, you've told the stories before, Kevin, about people who come in and say, "Oh, I can't retire. I know I can't, but I just need to get started." And and you can break the news. Sometimes it's really good news. They can retire. Yeah, I call it. I call it uh, taking an ST plunge, right? I was just doing a review with. A, <laughs> I love that. Think, think about it. I was just doing. It's funny. These conversations are hilarious. Sometimes I was just doing a review with a client. We meet every six months uh, up in the Bangor office, Brewer office, and so <laughs> we. So it's uh, it was January. We met, uh, let's say July timeframe, and they come in like a normal six month review, right? And he's got a big smile. Usually he's a rough, tough guy, right? He comes sure. in, he's got a big grin on his face. I say, hey, what's going on, guys? Good to see you. Happy New Year's. What's going on? He's like, I got done my job. <laughs> and I saw oh, that's that's big news. He says, I, I asked him, I said, when did you do? He says, the day after our last meeting, our appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I, I chuckled out loud and I, was, I laughed. I'm like, I, you know what? I don't want to take a hand or credit in that at all. But if it was because of our conversation, obviously it was, you know, I said, you guys did the heavy lifting. I'm just giving the, the stamp of approval on what you've done to be able to have enough comfort level to be able to say goodbye to uh, the old workplace. Right. Well, that's, I mean, again, but that's the best news situation. And, and But there are things that we can do that along the way, especially in that financial red zone, to to make sure we are ready and to have the, the confidence. You talk about that all the time. And, you know, you've, you've got to come up with, obviously, income is what's key. You know, that cash flow in retirement, we've got to have that. And that's really where it starts sometimes. It really does start there. And getting back to the last segment, we talked about the four Fate or four parts in, in a general sense of what it takes to create that retirement plan. And so it starts with that budget need. How much do you need? Calculate what you need to, to run the household. And there's, there's two parts. Let me break that down a little bit further. There's two parts to the budget need. Number one is basics to run the household. And if that could be if, if you still have a mortgage that's built into that or insurances or you still have all that upkeep and, and the heat and electric and whatever, what's the basic number? that it takes to run your household. And then the second part of the budget need is lifestyle. We talked a little bit about that in the last thing too. So what does your lifestyle look like? Are you going to be fishing in, in uh, you know, Northern Maine or are you going traveling to Europe? Obviously that's a different budget and it it's going to create different uh, needs for different things that you do. So you want to have a flexibility with that too and, and try to put a uh, put a number there, inflate the numbers. I would tell you go higher than you you want to go or think you should go to have some some buffer there. The two things that people typically forget, Steve, to add to the budget need, number one, healthcare cost, especially if they're younger than 65. We know basically what the healthcare cost for, for premiums are going to be after 65 with Medicare Part B and you get an advantage plan or supplement plan. We kind of know what those are. But but if, you, if you're not quite 65, what do you do for healthcare? And do you go get a subsidy? Do you not qualify for a subsidized plan? So healthcare costs are one thing that people forget to add to the budget. And income taxes are the second thing that people forget to add to the budget. And, and I'll point that out saying, all right, you come in and you say, all right, Kev, I need, I need $6,000 a month to be able to run the household and have some lifestyle built into that. We're going to be good with that. Okay. So my question is, number one, does that include healthcare? But number two, have you thought about the fact that you have to add about $1,000 a month to that because of income taxes? above and beyond. So if you need 6,000 net, you really need 7,000. Does that fit with how much money you have saved up? 
And those are the kinds of the you know eye opening kinds of things that, that that you discuss with people. So it isn't so it doesn't become a shock when they when they get close to retirement. They're going to be they're going to understand that when they get there. And you, and you talk about that income gap and uh, that you know that's what you were just talking about there to to make sure that you've got to have health care covered if that if your income isn't going to cover it. Yeah, it shouldn't be a shock because we mm. we go through this in depth with the clients, and a lot of times people come in and, and just take advantage of that consultation, no cost to to come in. And so what I'll do, and me, me and the other advisors here, will send people home with homework because a lot of people don't come in with this data and, and I don't expect them to. Some do, by, by the way. They, they, I, get, I love the, my engineer clients that come in with the spreadsheets and we, we're ready to rock and roll and kind of lay that plan out. But, but most people are not like that and they don't do that. So we're going to give them some homework, go back and create that budget, figure out what, what it costs you to live. That's usually where the shock happens. Usually people come back and say, Wow, I had no idea it cost this much, or we're spending this much on a monthly basis to to just live how we're doing right now. And so the whole point there is not to shock people, but to re- have them realize what the situation is with where they're at right now, and then that'll tell the story pretty quickly of can I retire sooner, or do I have to work maybe a little bit longer and wait to make sure I have enough money to be really comfortable. And I think that, you know, if unless you really hate your job, I think working a little bit longer is is really a great way to go and, and, and a great way to give yourself that that cushion that you need in retirement. Without a doubt. I, oftentimes, if and here's the thing too, it, there's no doubt if you work longer um, for financial purposes, you're usually going to be in, in, in better shape. However, a lot of times people think that they want to retire early and find themselves bored and end up going back to work anyway. So if you're going to do that potentially and go back and, and, and do some work, why not stay and, and suck it up another year or two years or whatever that number is at a job that you're probably getting your maximum pay. And so why would you go do something at a lesser pay? Stay what you're doing and just, again, if you're miserable, I get it. I, I don't want to stay there. I totally understand that. But but if it's not so bad or you can deal with it one more year, he, here's the other thing. If you have a time period with an endpoint, it changes your outlook a lot of times on what you're doing for work. If you know that you've got 300, I had somebody in the office the other day doing a review, I got 353 days left, <laughs> whatever yeah. it was, to, to, to basically December 31st of 22 sure. till, they, till she gets done. It changes your outlook on your retirement. It changes your outlook on your work. Now you've got a deadline and it, you know, things roll off you a little bit easier um, when, when, the BS happens at the workplace. Oh, of course it does. And, you know, we talk about, you know, segmenting our money and, and we've got, you know, safe money and then we've got money that's invested. How do we know or how can, how, how do we judge how much we need to get returned on that? Uh, even though, you know, we know that there's risk involved. How do we, how do we deal with that? How do we sort of settle with that? Well, here's, here's how I look at this. The safe money should be money that is really little to no risk that you're going to have for income draw initially uh, when you retire, if the market is declining. And I tell people, listen, if you've got safe money aside, this is a hedge so that if the market starts to decline, stock market starts to go down, it'll prevent you from grabbing money from the market side and locking in losses. We can take money from this side. You're not going to make as much money. You might make you know, four, four to five, maybe 6% on the high end in that safer account, but it's accessible and you can use it to, to do this strategy. If the market's going higher, you want to leave the safe account alone and take it from the market side because the market side, now you should have an average of 
uh, collectively, between the safe money and the market side, you should at least be making 6%. And it sounds very low, and it is, but in the grand scheme of things, the strategy we're building for people is a 6% withdrawal rate annually. So when somebody retires, if they have $500,000 saved up, they should safely be able to draw $30,000 a year, which is $2,500 a month, collectively between the two buckets, the safe and the market side, and not touch the principle of the investments. That's the goal. So ultimately, in a good in a good managed position, conservative managed position, you should be looking at 8 to 10% rate of return, um, not taking on a lot of risk. So again, we, we look at a lot of different things. There's a lot of reasons why maybe you tuck some money aside into a safe account for 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 draw initial draw if the market has some volatility sure well um, but those are again the kinds of things why working with you and a fiduciary and a fiduciary firm you're looking out for us you're taking care to make sure that that you know our our assets are covered and that's that's you know I mean no pun intended there but I mean that's what that's what you do that's exactly what we do and, and make sure your assets are covered exactly right <laughs> Tell you what, Kevin, let's take a quick break and invite folks to call. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, there it is. It's a great way for you to sit down, come on in, and, and put together a financial roadmap. Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates are there for you. They understand they can take that complex financial world and really turn it into something that, that makes sense. Ten callers right now, 800-998-5649. You get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, and you will then walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Listeners have been busy this week sending us lots of questions. We'll dig in when we come right back. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. During the 1940s, brothers Harry and Joseph Kaufman, who owned a wholesale candy store in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, acquired a wholesale toy company from a candy client who owed them money for outstanding debts. On September 21, 1946, Kaufman Brothers opened a wholesale toy store, marking the company's entry into the wholesale toy industry. In 1948, Kaufman Brothers Incorporated ended its involvement in the candy business to focus entirely on the toy business. In 1973, the company ended its toy wholesaling to become 
a shopping mall-based toy retailer known as KB Toy and Hobby, with KB named after the initials in Kaufman Brothers. In 1977, the company name changed to KB Toy and Hobby Shops, Incorporated. The company became a direct competitor to Toys R Us in 1994 when it expanded its mall locations and began opening stores known as KB Toy Works. In December 2000, Bain Capital purchased the company for $305 million in partnership with KB Toys management team. KB Toys suffered tough competition during the 2003 Christmas season. With $300 million in debt, KB Toys filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in January 2004 and closed more than 600 stores, resulting in layoffs of more than 3,400 of the employees, 13,000 employees. KB Toys exited Chapter 11 bankruptcy in August 2005 with 90% of its ownership under PKBT Holdings, an affiliate of Prentice Capital Management. The company had 640 stores. Because of poor sales at its mall-based locations as well as competition, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on December 11, 2008. The chain began going out of business sales that month. KB Toys brand and related intangible assets were sold by StreamBank LLC to Toys R Us on September 4, 2009 for a reported $2.1 million. Strategic Marks LLC, a company that buys and revives defunct brands, registered a trademark for KB Toys in 2016 after Toys R Us allowed the previous registration to lapse. In March 2018, Strategic Marks founder Elliot Kassoff stated that due to Toys R Us going out of business in the United States, Strategic Marks planned to open 1,000 KB Toys pop-up stores across America for Black Friday. In early 2018, Kassoff announced that the relaunch would be delayed until 2019. In March 2019, Kassoff cited a lack of funding as the reason that the pop-up stores did not open as planned. As of August 2020, there has been no news from Strategic Marks about the KB Toys revival. We are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, uh, has been helping folks for a good long while. Frisbee and Associates is a great little, well, not little. I mean, I'm, I shouldn't say little, should I, Kevin? I mean, you guys are expanding faster than just about anybody in the entire state of Maine. I mean, you've got you know, a big it, reach. Yeah, we have a big reach. And, and don't let that scare you if you're listening, saying, hey, you know, it's a big firm. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get in. That's not the case. We've been growing uh, like crazy, but we've been scaling perfectly in size and bringing on the reps, uh, the, the, the good quality seasoned people that we have uh, brought on to, to handle the uh, continued increase and influx of, of new business. So if, if you know, you hear us growing, you hear us all over the place, but don't let that uh, stop you from calling us up. Well, again, I think, you know, when compared to some other big name firms, I mean, you guys are minuscule. I mean, and that, and that to me, I mean, you, you, Kevin, your goal was never to be the biggest in, in, in the state. Your, 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 your goal was to be able to help as many people as possible. But as a side result of, of doing the best you can for your clients and all of a sudden word of mouth, we, we're tallying it up. We, we, we had a massive 2021. I mean, it just, it's, to me, I look at the numbers and the, the amount of clients that come in. And, but, but what's more important to me, I look at where the clients come from. And so 58% of all the people, brand new clients that come on with Frisbee Associates in 2021, 50, think about this, 58% were referrals. Wow. So yeah, we get great calls <laughs> okay, from the radio. That's fantastic. And yeah, it is truly fantastic, Steve. And again, we get a lot of calls from the radio. There's no doubt about it. And television shows have been great. But at the end of the seminars, for sure, and we had light seminars last year, but the amount of business we did last year, 58% coming by way of referral, that speaks tremendous volume. 
Absolutely. Folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-998-5649. Sit down with Kevin and and just have that conversation because that's how it starts. And um, you mentioned seminars. you got some seminars coming up, and I guess we can just go to the website and find out and sign up, right? Yeah, if they want to, uh, we we again we've we've eliminated one of the uh, the what we call the um, retirement income planning workshops. We're still doing the asset preservation workshops. We're going to do some night and day asset preservation workshops. So that's going to be different than what people are used to because we get a calls all the time asking why don't we do those uh, in the evening when people aren't working. So that's going to be new to us this year. Um, I would say if you are anywhere in the state of Maine, if you want to find out when the seminars are close to you, just give a call. And we'll we'll give you those locations and uh, and the times. Perfect. 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call. All right, let's jump into some of these questions while we've still got some time. William is in New Gloucester. Um, he's, it's a lengthy question, but I like it. it uh, William says, I am in my third marriage. My first two marriages each lasted 10 years. My spouses worked in jobs requiring them to pay into Social Security. I'm currently retired since 1999 and worked for a city government my entire career. I currently receive a pension from the city. Am I entitled to receive anything from Social Security for the time I was married to my previous spouses? It seems only fair since I had to pay each of them spousal support. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, William, go for it. <laughs> it's here's the thing: you, you have a government pension, so there's something called uh, a provision called the government pension offset, and it's probably going to wipe out what you would be eligible for as a divorced spouse. Uh, to be able to collect from one of your ex-spouses. If you were on Social Security yourself, it's possible, and I've seen this actually, and in another case where I've seen with a client, he actually had three marriages, all 10 years, um, and he was on his fourth, uh, pursuing his fourth. He actually had a choice to go back and, and potentially, if it was going to fit his situation, go collect on either one of the ex-spouses because he was married at 10 years to all three of them. And uh, and again, it, it didn't fit his situation. In, in this case, William, um, the fact that you have the pension, uh, it's taken that off the table for you. But And I wish you luck in your third marriage. <laughs> Goodness, yes. So, I mean, so that is that that, that whole offset thing kind of comes into play here, doesn't it? And, and is that something, are people aware of that? Oh, yeah, people are very aware of it. And okay. I, I got to tell you right now, um, the one thing that I was hopeful that would pass in uh, one of those bills that got shot down at the end of 2021 was a provision inside the bill that was actually going to eliminate on a federal level the offset provision. And so that would be a huge benefit to a lot of our clients if they would eliminate that benefit. So to these teachers that have the state pension and they work still in the private sector for 10 or 15 or 20 years even, um, they don't get paid from Social Security. They don't get paid the full amount from Social Security because of that offset provision. So I, I'm watching that very closely. It's still in place. And if that does pass, it's going to be a boom for for a lot of our clients. Well, yeah, that whole Secure Act 2.0, that's still in the mix here, and and it's it hasn't moved anywhere, but but it's still there, right? I mean, that's I mean, yep. well, the latest thing I read it was uh, you know because it's been in the, it's been in in motion since May of last year. Yeah, it's been a long time, and again, it's it's part part of this whole redoing the retirement uh, landscape and in 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 uh, passing some of these laws. And it, it just, this is going to be something that's going to come to the table with the Secure 2.0 Act. It's just a matter of when. Okay. 800-998-5649, folks, if you want to learn some more. Uh, Huey is in Wyndham. Uh, he says, I'm 65. I just started Medicare. I was told my Part B monthly <laughs> premium in 2022 would be $100, $170.10. The statement I received showed the monthly premium is $238.10. What happened? 
Well, here's here's the deal, Hugh, and I'm guessing this is exactly what happened. Um, your monthly Medicare Part B premiums are uh, means-based tested, and they go by your last year's income. So if you worked all of last year or you're still working and you had a certain amount of income, um, they're going to adjust your Part B premiums accordingly. And uh, they'll adjust after you retire. And let's assume you retire in 2022 and your income goes back to whatever it goes back to and you're, you're below that threshold, they'll adjust for your 2023 Medicare Part B premium. But you're going to pay the higher premium as your income is higher. So, Kevin, I, I guess if if he ends up retiring and then his income drops, will that get rolled back then to you know a lower fee or or does it is it always going to be that? It'll get rolled back to the lower fee of the next year. Okay, all right. Uh, so th- that's exactly they're going to look at that every single year and, and readjust uh, based on uh, the person's or the household income. Okay, I guess I, li- I, I that's okay, right? I mean that, and as long as they're looking at it again, it's not just a, a one time thing. Um, so Huey, again, it's eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Alice is in Waterville. She says, "Should I purchase an indexed universal life insurance plan so I can take loans out later when I retire that are tax exempt, or save money for retirement in a Roth IRA?" Does the life insurance have higher fees in comparison to paying tax on the Roth? Yes. Yeah, so here's that's a great question, Alice, and uh, thanks for writing that in. I, I'm not generally a fan of the universe, the index universal life plans, and, and doing this tax-free retirement. There's books out there that people have written of you know buying these policies and you know tucking all kinds of money into these policies. If you're young enough for it to have enough time to make sense, and if you if you fund it high enough. It's usually okay as a as a potential tool, right, to have as part of your plan. But if you're older and you don't have enough time in front of you to get that growth, and you're not going to fund it enough, the the problem that I've seen in the past when people come in with these is they they minimally fund it. They don't overfund it. It has to be overfunded. You're you're putting additional money in for it to make sense to take those loan provisions out in the future. Um, you're probably better off in 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 a case like this to to max out your Roths, max out any other retirement accounts that you have the ability to do. And then at the end of the day, if you want to do a universal life policy to pay the minimum premiums to be able to help your beneficiaries pay the tax on whatever you leave behind, that might be a different different conversation to have. Interesting. 800-998-5649. And so, I mean, do people, like you said, people have written books, so that's kind of a thing, apparently. It's definitely a thing. And I, again, I, I understand the theory behind it. I just have not seen enough evidence to show that some of these index universal life policies, if, if it's bought at a later time in life, it, you know, above 50, 55, 60 years old, if they have enough time for it to make sense, they really have to pound uh, premium and money into that policy. And to her other question is, yeah, the, the, the insurance costs are much higher inside a life insurance policy than it is in a an investment like a Roth. Okay. All right. Good to know. 800-998-5649. We got one more quick one here. Uh, Adam is in Lincoln. He says, my wife and I are in our 70s. He says, I still work because I want to. My wife is retired. We collect Social Security and have IRAs. Now, we want to put $200,000 in a no-risk place that may offer some growth, but is still accessible when the day comes that we want it, whether that's a few months from now or 10 years from now. What's the best place for it? You know, if, if here's the double-edged sword, right? You want to grow, grow your money, you want it safe, and you want access to it. Um, that's usually the, the trifecta that is impossible to achieve. Here's what I've been telling people. I've had 85 and 90 and 95-year-olds come into the office in the last six or eight, eight to 12 months 
that have had CDs renew in the bank and they're not getting any interest anymore in the banks and credit unions. So they come in and say, and ask exactly this question, what do I do? I want access, I want to grow it, but I want to be safe. And here's what I'll tell people. And, and this is exactly what I'm going to tell you, Adam. What's the money going to be used for? And you probably don't know that right now. And I'm going to suspect it could be money that you just leave behind and, and pass it on to your beneficiaries. So let's take a different look at how you think about the safety or not of this money. Yeah, you want to be safe, but how safe? Completely? Well, if you have complete safety, you're not going to make any money. That's basically going to the bank. And you're actually, I would, I would challenge that it's safe because you're losing traction to inflation. If you're willing to take six, seven, eight percent risk and actually have it in a conservative market account, that's about as safe as you can get. And if you're willing to take that little bit of risk to try to get some gains, fully liquid, that's the position I tell you to look at. All right. But again, it's worth having a conversation. And, and I mean, I mean, they seem to be in a pretty good spot, all things considered. Oh, definitely. I, I like uh, he's still working because he wants to. And he probably uh, likes the separation. The wife's retired and she's doing her thing, it sounds like. And, you know, he's keeping himself busy and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Sure. Well, uh, folks, 800-998-5649. In fact, Kevin, why don't we invite folks to call one last time today? Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your last opportunity today to, to give Kevin and the team a call and, and sit down and put that financial roadmap together. It's a practical financial review, and it's available for you with a phone call, 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now get that comprehensive financial review, and you see where you are now. But more importantly, you will have that roadmap that we've been talking about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is just to have these conversations with you. I love the information. I always learn stuff, and and, and I just think we have a good time. We have a great time, and uh, just uh, just remarkable to think how much time has gone by already. Oh, absolutely. Hey, folks, uh, we want to thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to come back again next week with more questions and topics right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. <music> 
Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.